Willie, give us a jingle. Oh, it's table rave. Gather round. We got some things we need while you're in town. You wrote some shit. We're gonna read it. It's table read. Two, three, table read. Excellent. Woo. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Willie. <laughs> we don't have a jingle yet for this podcast. And uh, Willie has been so kind as to create a jingle with his mouth. With right his mouth now right us. now for us. It's a good mouth. Welcome, it's listener. This is our podcast, Table Read. We are John Gaffney and Samantha Locks. This is a podcast where we read other people's sketches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all we That's do. It. We're here to bring writers in. We're here to celebrate the writing. Um, and we have two uh, wonderful people in front of us with two, in my opinion, extremely powerful comedy names. I love both of your names a lot. I'm going to start with Willie Zabar. That's me. Thank you for having me. Willie Zabar is a stand-up and character comedian from New York City. He's appeared on Hulu and performed at the Brooklyn Comedy Festival, NYC Sketch Fest, and then Nantucket Comedy Festival. He's the creator and host of the Zabar podcast. And again, a truly wonderful name. Willie Zabar, hello. Thank you. Hi, how's it going? Oh. It's going good. It's going great. Yeah. yeah. We're on table read. We have another person here. Uh, Rome L. Davis is a Seattle-born comedian, graphic artist, and musician who currently lives in New York. He works in mediums of video, music, digital radio broadcast, and live performance. Um, Rome has featured on various televised and digital networks, including Adult Swim, MTV, and No Budge. Rome is also... Uh, has a role in an upcoming feature film, What? The People's Joker, which recently premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival. I don't know what that film is about, but to me, just seeing this now, it (laughs) seems like a Joker of the people, like a truly grassroots populist Joker Mm -hmm. that is trying to, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like build us all up (laughs) through anarchy. Yeah, that's pretty pretty yeah. on point. And uh, is that true? Is, that movie? <laughs> well, is it like the character from the, main... the Batman movies? But like he like yeah. canvases and does it's, protests. It's an illegal comic book movie, <laughs> uh, and DC Comics is not happy about it. Uh, but that's pretty good press. Yeah. So uh, Rome is going to jail. They're gonna put <laughs> him in comic book too. Uh, whatever their studio jail is. Uh, even worse than uh, prisons in really poor countries. <laughs> yeah. They put you there if you do internet intellectual property rights stuff, and uh, that's where you're going after this podcast. Private jail? We have the police standing right over there and waiting <laughs> to take you away. <laughs> I just love the name of that movie. The People's Joker. The People's is... Joker. <laughs> I, like, I, need to, like, I need to see it now. I, I wish I wrote it myself. Mm. It seems very fun. Shout out the favor and watch the trailer. Yeah. Wait, the trailer yeah. is. We'll link the trailer. We're gonna the link the trailer. Yeah, we'll link the trailer for this in in the bio because it's yeah extraordinary. Everyone should see this movie. So good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I'll, even seen it yet. I won't. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> no yeah. spoilers. I was gonna say. Yeah, I won't. I won't say too much. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the creator. Yeah. Shout out Vera Drew, who uh, uh, writer, director, editor. Yeah. Wow, I love a writer, director, editor. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, we have three wonderful sketches here, written by Willie Zabar and um, Rome. And Rome. Oh, this is a co-writing. This thing. is a co-writing we, thing. The the breakdown is that the first one I wrote, second one Rome wrote, and the third one we wrote together. 
Oh, nice. I love it. It's a nice blend yeah. of your uh, comedy buddy, uh, a, a, like nice little relationship you have here. Let's do the first sketch. What is its name? And let's get started. Uh, this is Artisanal Fire Department. I wrote this for my college sketch group right before graduating. Uh, at this time, I had two brothers who were volunteer firefighters that was not involved in the fire world myself. And I just was thinking about it and writing about it. Like, oh, what if there was an artisanal fire department? <laughs> Great. All right. So let's get some stage direction going. Lynn runs out of her house and frantically calls 911. 911, what's your emergency? My house is on fire. I'm at 192 Halberstam Street. Please send someone quick. All right, ma'am. It, it looks like all the local fire departments in your area are currently engaged. So I'm transferring you to the artisanal fire department. Uh, artisanal? Greetings. Thank you for calling the new Lanklin Artisanal Fire Department, the finest firefighting money can buy. My name's Becklin. How can I serve your needs today? Finally, my house caught fire and I need you to send someone right away. I'm at 192 Halberstam Street and I, I just need... I'd love to help you out, but first we must discuss your options. Options? What? What the hell are you talking about? I need you to come put out this fire. You seem to be unfamiliar with our methodology. We like to perform distinguish, distinguish, extinguishing. One that takes finesse and fineness. You see, when a fire occurs, one must carefully assess the available options. I don't care about that. You guys got water, right? Indeed we do. Our water selection is second to none. What would you like? Desert Oasis? Mountain Spring? Dasani? Does it really matter? To us, the artisanal fi- in the uh, to us in the artisanal fire fighting community, it matters a great deal. To our water selection is hand curated and hand pumped to match the delicate needs of our clientele. Did you just say hand pump? <laughs> Indeed, we use a gentler method f- from a more refined time. Such a brutish method would tear our silken hoses to shreds. Besides, the horses would never have it. Horses? Our team of 10 purebred Clydesdale horses are trained with the utmost rigor and precision. They're professionals, and by the George, and by George, they'll, by the George. And by the George, they'll make any voyage, no matter how rigorous, weather permitting, of course. There's no part of my house that's not on fire. Is someone coming or what? I'm sensing some tension in your voice. I just want to assure you that your situation is in very capable hands and hooves. Yeah, okay, but where are they? I will dispatch... I will (laughs) dispatch... What did you call me? <laughs> I will dispatch well, our team. Where the firefighter? <laughs> I will dispatch our team as soon as you've fi- finalized your options. We need to have a fine line of handcrafted bronze nozzles to fulfill all of your nozzling needs. Listen, I don't care about my options. My home and everything I've ever owned is burning up, so could you please just send someone? Well, I could give you our default package if pret a port a what? Pret-a-porter is how you want to play. <laughs> uh, I wish I'd known that was an option before we wasted all this time, but 
Yeah, let's go with that while there's still a foundation. Indeed, I'm sending out the dispatch telegraph as we speak. Telegraph? Just a few dozen more taps and done. Our team is on the way. In meantime, I could give you some artisanal fire safety tips. Oh, is this also? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Never keep a 19th century armoire in path of exit. Do unto others. Keeps o- keep oats on hand as a way of thinking your artisanal fire horses. <laughs> prepared is pleasant. Be prepared for a fire by mapping out your dream firefighting experience ahead of time. Wait, I, I think I see them coming. In that case, my work here is done. Thank you for choosing the new Lenklin Artisanal Fire Department, where great firefighting meets your great tastes. Lynn hangs up. Horses are hurt, and an artisanally dressed firefighter walks on stage. Finally! Now will you please put out this fire? Uh, absolutely! He takes out a hand pump and begins squirting tiny amounts of water at the fire. Ah, yes. That's nice. Very good. Through there? Oh, yes. Quite right. Ned <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blackout! Be honest, mm. this is an exact transcript that you took from a, a fire department in West Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> be honest, don't lie to me. Yeah, this is, my sources. This yeah. is the fire department that Gwyneth Paltrow uses, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best money, uh, it's the best firefighting money to buy. Yeah. Well, uh, Goop actually has a private fire department. Uh, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 They use lotion to put out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just love lotion. Um, Natural. Love this sketch. Where did, where did it come from? Where did it come from? Tell us. Uh, yes, I was, like I said, it was the end of college. Uh, I was getting more and more sucked into the firefighting world because, like I said, two of my brothers were members of the volunteer fire department, and I was kind of like reading their textbooks um, and like learning about it. And I kind of learned about what firefighting looked like in like the 19th century with horses and all this. And I was like, oh, there'd be plenty of people still did that just to be fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, I, I just I think I just learned about the, the concept of private fire departments, and I was like. <laughs> What is that? What does that mean? What's, what would be the most fucked up version of it? Is that? that a real concept? Yes. Oh, my God. do exist. Uh, it is an interesting... I can't... There's not a lot I could say about them, but um, sometimes they pick up the slack for when a municipality doesn't have their own fire department. But then sometimes, like what I'm saying in the, uh, the goop context, uh, mm-hmm. a, a company might have their own fire brigade. That's... But there are, there are times where someone, you know... Uh, municipalities have experimented with a kind of pay-to-play system for firefighting. That seems incredibly expensive and also, like, pretty fucked up. (laughs) There's issues that I can see. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the idea of, like, you know, hipster profile, like a hipster cop with like yeah. a just <laughs> yeah, 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 like, oh, I'm sorry, you guys use like clocks? Like, oh my God, like. Uh, you don't roll up the bottom of your pants? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna qualify this, say that not all privately employed firefighters are part of some kind of horrible thing. It's, you know, it's a, it's a big world out there. But, yeah, you know, sure. A lot of, a lot of sure. slack is picked up on private But what you are saying is that there should be more artisanal fire. I would love to run that. That'd be you're, very you're, funny. You have an ideologic affection with the idea of fancy hoity toity firefighters. And this is what you really believe in. It's premium, not a premium fire spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, that well, that is the first well, sketch. Well, 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 with our that, next sketch. With that, I say, ah! Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, 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 okay. Rip yes. it up. Ah! I'll clean that up later. <laughs> rip up the sketches once you're done. Yes, that that's how you rip it. Cool. 
We play a risky was... game here at table read. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I did. I went too far. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if we yeah. fuck up the recording of that sketch, we cannot redo it. That's that's what gives yeah. this podcast an element of edge and Ooh. danger. Yeah, one that's what makes done. us unique. One take and done. Let's do the next sketch. Uh, what is it called? And uh, let's start reading. Um, you know, the sketch. Yeah. Okay. So this I wrote years ago. Uh, did a little edit recently. It's called Intellectual Sketch. Because it's very smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's about heady. Know, philosophy and that sort very of thing. Very heady. Uh, it's very heady. Yeah, very heady. Um, and... <laughs> That's John's favorite word. Heady? Heady. Yeah, he uses it all the time. Heady Lamar over here. <laughs> Dude, I'm feeling a little heady right now. <laughs> I, you know, I try not to have too much before doing, like, a little heady. <laughs> Rome is a scuba tank full of Microsoft. <laughs> I'm a, yeah. I take nitrous before every time. Um, Instead of coffee. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, it's going to be a head. I'm so excited. All right, let's intellectual sketch. <laughs> let's 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 change our perspective on life. Yeah, let's learn this, something. This intense argument that we're about to be subjected to. Let's yeah, let's, let's do the stage direction. Interior doctor's office day. The doctor and patient are in the midst of an exam. We're just about done here. Pretty routine exam. Anything else? Can I get your opinion? It's probably nothing. <laughs> Doctor Poo Poo. It finally happened. You mean? Yes, doctor. I've masturbated my dick off. I'm listening. <laughs> well, as you know, when I masturbate, I masturbate extremely violently. Three days ago, I was masturbating particularly violently. Yes, of course. Standard fare. I was tugging on my member like it was a contest when all of a sudden, poof, it just sort of disappeared into a, cl- into a cloud of cock dust. I suppose with your lifestyle, this was just a matter of time. Hmm. Let's have a look then. Doctor pulls down Clem's pants. Wow, there's nothing there. It's like you <laughs> lost a limb in the war, except it's your penis. What's left looks like a bit of ground beef, to be honest. Right, but pat down flat. Exactly. I think you know what I'm going to... Uh, exactly. I think you I, you know what I'm going to say next. Rhino penis graft? Bingo. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Blackout. Excellent. Um, I, think my, I think... Wow, my head hurts. <laughs> wow, my head hurts. It's like, oof, that took a lot of... That took a lot of brain power. I, yeah. 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 I feel like this is like a pinnacle moment in my life and I shall now forever be different. Tell us, what was the inspiration of that? In my opinion, that yeah. was a beautiful sketch. Yeah, that was that, was, that a was a perfect sketch. Yeah. I don't think we've had such a perfect sketch. <laughs> I learned wow. so much. My mm. perspective on the medical industry changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was looking at the medical industry and sort of, you know, the context there, sort of the kind of the emotional context of yeah. doctored life. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, um, And yeah, you know, I like to challenge myself. So this is kind of an example. Honestly, I don't think sketches have enough extreme and violent masturbation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. SNL would be better if there was more masturbation. Masturbation, yeah. 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 SNL would also be better, similarly the last episode, if they ended more sketches with, oh, I just shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good ending. Yeah. Yeah. Always a great ending. Yeah, but uh, no, this is a great sketch. I loved it. Yeah, it was Uh, good. uh, 
Love a fun, nice little sketch like that. Yeah, what love a short, sweet about? sketch. Anything else before we move on? Um, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> just it was one of those like kind of id sort of like just like poo poo pee pee, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just uh, uh, you know, which is really tapping into the unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you got to do it a little bit every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I always get like an existential crisis whenever like like doing comedy and whenever somebody's like art is a window into the soul and then i'm like oh so i guess my soul is just dick jokes <laughs> my soul is disgusting yeah i guess my soul is just a person being like poop poop pee pee <laughs> my dick go bye bye my dick go poof like uh, that is i guess my purest self i don't know um, when people laugh it's like what does that say about us as a people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About our collective soul yeah. too. Are we worth saving? <laughs> I like that uh, it was kind of ironic. Then it got somewhat sincerely like, hmm, there's kind of interesting uh, mm -hmm. intellectual side to mm -hmm. pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> it did get deep. It did. We, we got deep. A little deep. It did yeah. get deep because it's an intellectual sketch. Let's whip it up. Ripped. 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 All right, let's go to our last sketch. <laughs> this one is a joint a project. Uh, um, and yeah, let's... let's. Uh, let's <laughs> Why are you drinks. rubbing your stomach? Sorry, I'm rubbing my, I'm rubbing oh my, my God, John, <laughs> John, hungry. stop. I'm very hungry. Stop, it's contagious. I'm like really... What's just, going on? Uh, <laughs> let's go. Our last sketch. It is a joint product. Archaeology. Exterior, archaeological dig, day. <clears throat> Pleasure being in the pits with you, boss. The pits. Uh-huh. I really hope we get that big discovery today. Get my name in the paper, get my head in the clouds, just like old Dr. Jones. Right, yeah, right. I'm talking Indiana, you know. Dr. Jones, comma, Indiana. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Jefferson. I'm about at the end of my ropes with you. <laughs> Why is that, Kimo Saab? I'm just trying to get through the day and you're yapping like a young blood at low tide. I'm just excited. You know, this is my first big dig. This could be big for me, this dig. I mean, it's going to be a big dig, you know, for me. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. This is the biggest dig I've ever seen. I've seen bigger. Like when? Give me one example. Okay. The biggest dig I ever dug was an old rug. You talking Persian? Mm -mm, no. Mesopotamian. <laughs> Biggest damn rug I ever done dug. Hell of a fine. I'll say that. Hell of a fine. But a rug's not that big. I'm not saying it's not a big fine, but I've seen rugs at the store all rolled up and twined. This dang wrong rug was wrung out and laid out flat. You hear me? Flatter than a platitudes. That's flat. Wish they had rolled up that, rolled that rug and put it up <laughs> vertical so it wouldn't have been as big of a dig. Hey, Professor? Yes. Professor Zozo? Just call me Bazozo. Bazozo? Yes. I just found something. You're going to want to see this, but you're not going to want to believe it. Mm, what is that? Some sort of glass artifact. Like an idol. <sighs> Let me see. It's like a glass tube sticking out of the sea. Keep rushing, boy. It's hollow, some sort of vessel. Keep rushing, fool! I've gotten to the bottom of it, sir. I've never seen anything like it. Top like a tube, but bottom like a beaker. Uh, boy, let me see that. Be fragile, it's delicate. Yep, that's a bomb. 
<laughs> yep, that's a that's a bong shaped like Dilbert. <laughs> no way, man. This gotta be old. This gotta be significant. This gotta be what gets me out of this town. This ain't getting shit. That's a bong that looks like Dilbert's head and nothing more. <laughs> I don't see why you'd make it, but I see why you'd bury it. This is the biggest discovery in my life, and you're telling me it's made of Dilbert's head? <laughs> It's just a glass bong. It looks like Dilbert's head. End of story. I've seen plenty of these in my years, all right? All right, boys, this dig is a bust. It's just another Dilbert bong. Blow it out and ship out. <laughs> Can I at least take it home? Barely it. <laughs> Flash forward 1,000 years. <laughs> Exterior archaeological dig day. Look at this ancient vessel. Tis appearing like a, vestige, a visage of God of yesteryear. Let me carbon date it. Yup, a thousand years old. We must publish our findings. This is a big dig. Biggest dig I ever dug. Flash forward 1,000 years. Exterior archaeological dig day. <laughs> Two alien archaeologists have uncovered a massive temple where all the pillars are Dilbert's head and there's ruins of many Dilbert-related artifacts. Ah, the ruins of a lost civilization of Earth. A completely Dilbert-based society. If these walls could talk... They'd sound like Dilbert. Alas, Dilbert has no mouth. Dilbert has no mouth, and he must scream. <laughs> great. That was great. great. I loved how there was, like... <laughs> Almost a poetic rhythm going on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a poetic rhythm going on. Definitely. Um, yeah, no, that's one of those sketches too that you would love to see. You would love to yeah. see. There's a lot of whether you stage it or you film it. There's a lot of shots of the mm -hmm. Dilbert Bong that you mm -hmm. could do. Yeah, yeah. A lot of just um, great visuals in that sketch. Mm -hmm. Biggest the, dig I've ever done. Dug. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so you guys both wrote this. Yes. yes. Do you write it last night? No. Uh, last week, <laughs> I think. For this podcast? We definitely wrote it. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that unusual? Do people usually lie about that shit? No, they usually just like bring in sketches they've already. <laughs> yeah, just some bullshit. They've had it sitting in a pile, <laughs> their pile of old sketches. We wanted to do a little bit of that and a little something, a little something new. We, we like that. It's been a while since we wrote a sketch together. Yeah. Nice. Um, the origins, I had a dream where I found a Dilbert bong. <laughs> I woke up very upset. Uh, and I couldn't get I couldn't get it out of my mind. And it's, I like Googled it and they, there's none. They don't exist, which is good. <laughs> but I can't like, it's, I just can't get out of my Which brain. is good. <laughs> like, like a, I just want to throw it out setting there. Thing. Listen, uh, here's I'm the happy thing. We, we just found, I mean, we didn't just find out, but like, yeah, the Dilbert creator is not great. Yeah. Not yeah. Oh yeah. Patent yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of the Dilbert animated series growing up, and to a certain extent, the, the comics or whatever. But even before the downfall of Scott Adams, the Dilbert man, anyone having a Dilbert bong would just be a fucking shit. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. That's, uh, God, I don't even know how to describe that. Yeah. You'd have to be a real it's a classic scumbag yeah. bitch move. That's a scumbag move. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an argument for making it illegal again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Everyone yeah. should be allowed to smoke weed, but the second the Dilbert bond gets made, mm. yeah, it's gotta go. Yeah, it's gotta go. Gotta go. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna ask someone to make a Dilbert bong though, just for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, love it. I, I mean, I just 
would like look at it like, for like a week was like looking in the windows of head shops and be like did it is this a thing i saw somewhere is mm-hmm. there, like, this is also, like, weird, like cartoon bombs yeah like, yeah you know, bombs or yeah oh now i want to uh, like see oh i wonder how many cartoon like head bombs we can find in real life there's so many there's so many <laughs> there's always like yeah. you know like aqua Teen hunger force or like a right scooby-doo up. bong yeah. right. Silver, <laughs> Sonic, and the problem is his head i mean <laughs> It, I drew a picture of it, which is a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's really, I find it very hard to look at. It really looks like something that could exist. I kind of want to see this photo. I it. It's, 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 <laughs> it's not a photo, it's just yeah. a pencil drawing. That's Thank funny. God. Um, this seems like the kind of thing you could plug into like an AI and make it like, show me some Dilbert balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. It's just like, ugh. I don't want to think about Dilbert. <laughs> I don't want to, I guess I've admitted to people that like, yeah, Dilbert had a place in my life for some time uh not really as a bong <laughs> so anyway we were sitting down to write and i guess i guess we've been talking about that and i was just like we got to do something with this fucking Dilbert bong idea <laughs> and you can tell it's one of those sketches where kind of like it takes it revs up because it's like i'm sure you guys see a lot of sketches where it starts where nothing's happening it's just bullshit and then they find the funny and then the actual sketch begins right? yeah like, you would hope you would hope, would hope that's yeah. <laughs> but, but that's what this, this was and kind of just picking characters yeah about that's nice have you put any of these sketches up or filmed any of these sketches um and how did they go artisanal what did in college and it went pretty well the ending we didn't have a way to do the pump thing so we just kind of like ran around and, and bullshit and made these like weird fake firefighter outfits mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh this is brand new so we can put this up did you ever do anything with the uh, intellectual i i can't remember if i think i did it with one of my old sketch groups in seattle uh tweed racket i believe oh. shout out tweed racket um is that a real person's name um it is now yeah. okay <laughs> all right um, and uh well actually for archaeology maybe for the other two uh uh, we've been doing some like animations together. Oh, nice! And nice. especially the visuals of like archaeology might yeah might work. That could be yeah. that could be good. That'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah. You could take that drawing you made. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Are you animating these yourselves? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah, nice. Oh my god! All right, so here's the thing. Yeah. We got to rip this up. We got to rip it up. Got to rip it up. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, I like how. Willie, you were ripping the sketch with your teeth. I have use of one hand. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, it's cool no, to rip your teeth. too far yeah, again. Go. You're going to go too far again. Oh, I was ripping up a oh. sketch oh. <laughs> at a, in a podcast. Yeah. Come Willie, on, Rome. Yeah, Willie's arm is Come in a sling. Come on, and Rome. That's because he filmed our I'm podcast gonna, last I'm week. And he did comedy so hard that his body broke. Yeah. Broke my humorous. <laughs> oh, ouch. And the doctor's like, oh, it's going to help you. Broke your humorous. I'm like, it's not funny to me. It hurts. It's going to cost me a lot of money. Fuck you. But great doctor. Love my doctor. Yeah. Yes. Nice. That's it. That's okay. Real quick, uh, we are going to, we're going to ask you a question. We're going to ask you a question. And then you guys are going to plug yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And plug yourselves to have And plug yourself so on. hard. What sort of questions do you have? Uh, uh, how do you get your inspiration for writing? Sketch is so hard and you have to have a broken brain for it. So <laughs> how do you make it funny? Drugs, usually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. You know, emotional distress. And, uh, yeah. 
It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, writing comedy is tough. Do yeah. you it's hard work? <laughs> do you do you write by yourself? Do you write with others? Do you combination need to like? Yeah. Do you need to go into a, a, a room and do ayahuasca? Or do you need to like <laughs> be around people and joke? And What's rip? your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see, uh, silver and um, uh, mescaline. Okay. 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 We wanted to make it clear too. We wrote the Dilbert sketch, the Dilbert bomb sketch, completely sober. Yeah, that's true. Wow. It would have made sense to be under the influence of something, but we weren't, and that yeah. makes it worse. I'm just so upset. <laughs> I mean, fact we thought of that. Yeah. Completely sober. I think yeah. that's pretty incredible, though, right? Like, it takes a really broken brain to come up with something that you must be high for. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think if we were driving, I, I would have had a fucking panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop hanging out with Rob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would never see you again. You no. just would have like went to Mexico. I was just going full Sid Baird and be like, I think I need to be alone in my room for four years. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man. Where did comedy start for both of you? I think it's will start, start with Willie first and then I'll go with Rome. Sure. When, when was that first spark where it's like, I'm going to be doing this? This is a thing that I do now. That's a great question. Uh, that was about 11 years ago. I did a, uh, a talent show for like a, in a, during a summer program. I did stand up for the first time, and the summer program was supposed to be like acting because I didn't do a terrible amount of acting in high school. I'm like, but what if this is for me? What if I like performing? And then at that program, I learned I didn't want to be an actor. I want to be a comedian. So just mm-hmm. I did that first mm-hmm. open mic, for that talent show, and it, it went really well. I was lucky that it went well that first time, and just like physically felt so good. And I was like, I want to. Keep, I can't imagine ever not doing this. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing it. I've only been doing it for like for reals since college so like four or five years um so i'm not like 11 it's like, oh he's in his 11th year no it's like, <laughs> the credits don't transfer but um yeah and that was like before that i think you know uh did like abbott and costello routines mm-hmm. at camp with like a friend which is funny you talk to other comedy people like so many people have a good story like that like oh yeah like we printed out some of the marks by their sketch and like did it at the campfire in summer camp or something Aww. like that that's, that's so cute. That's extremely wholesome. Yeah, yeah that's so good. wholesome. With you, Rome, where did it start with you? Yeah, a little similar. Uh, my, I'd say my family have, is pretty funny. And my my bubby, my grandma, Rita Smilkstein, when I was a kid, showed me. Hi, grandma. I don't know. She probably won't see this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, she, like, showed me a lot of, like, old comedy growing up like Marx Brothers and Chaplin and stuff and uh and when I was five I wrote a sketch for the school talent show or like I maybe didn't know it was a sketch a little performance and uh with uh actually my dad I wrote my dad as a character called what? Monster oh, no. which, uh, Ouch. <laughs> I don't know psychologically what that says but um a lot he's uh, <laughs> he's a bad guy oh my god he's not I'm just kidding he's a pretty good dad <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> he's pretty for a dad he's pretty good yeah. I love that writing writing a sketch <laughs> in elementary school and tell me something did that sketch kill oh yeah oh, oh yeah your friends were Damn. laughing your teachers were laughing oh, that's really? a big yeah. that's a big win for an elementary that's school a huge student W for a fifth grader yeah, yeah my head was like I was, I was so heady for years. After <laughs> yeah, after yeah, yeah, yeah. You started wearing turtlenecks. You're yeah. like, I know everything. <laughs> Do you even um, like Fellini? <laughs> <laughs> You're seven. What? <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
Well, listen, yeah. I want to know what's going on in both of your lives and where people can find you if you have anything going on. Plug yourselves as yeah. hard as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us your venture. social Any media shows. accounts, social your shows. Media accounts. <laughs> yeah. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. Let people know where to find you. Let's see. I people. think April 30th, we're doing another brunch comedy show at Stand Up New York. Nice. We're doing, uh, it's like Stand Up New York Food by Zabar's. So that'll be fun. I'll be doing some stand up there. Uh, but other than that, we have some videos that we're releasing soon. You know, yeah, some uh, animations and some uh, video sketches and some new stuff coming along. And I'm not going to say the name, but uh, just to, there's a there's a, something big coming, big venture. Uh, no, something big, something big about to happen. Well, depending on when this episode comes out, yeah. we can link stuff. We can link stuff. Give your names again, too, and yeah, also your social media social accounts. Media. I'm Willie Zabar, W-I-L-L-I-E-Z-A-B-A-R. That's my handle on Instagram. I'm also on YouTube. It's a good way to find me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is Rome. Uh, Rome Davis. Uh, my social media Instagram. Rome underscore zone 777. And you know what we need now? <laughs> Uh, well, first of all, follow Table Read. Yeah, follow uh, Table Read everywhere. Well. We have a Twitter. We have a YouTube. We have an Instagram. Subscribe potentially a Patreon. It. Subscribe to it. Give us money. Uh, money. Enlist in our uh, various things. Help us out. Yeah. Do the whole nine yards. We are very funny people, John and I. <laughs> and now, here's what I'm feeling. I love the fact that I put Willie on the spot to make him do an intro song. Do an outro! Can we get the sense? Yes, yes. Give him the key talk. Oh, fuck. Give him the key talk. And actually. This is Ben Tambury. Oh, it was so much fun. Podcast over. Thank you so much. Yeah.